there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the baby. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I am Salt. I am Cam. Gentlemen, how are we? Doing good. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. We ha- we've had a little break. Robbo, you caused the break. You've got a good excuse. Yeah, I wouldn't say I caused it. <laughs> uh, a little thing called Mother Nature. Who would you say caused it? Harp? Yeah, yeah, Harp. Um, the weather manipulation, you know, who was trying to silence us? That's the mm. real question. Maybe it's who, but the uh, the ongoing flooding situation in my town, two weekends in a row there was evacuation, so it wasn't really conducive to recording podcasts. I mean, I could have done one, but I was kind of on call to help out should things need, you know, volunteering and stuff. So, mm. right. yeah, it was all good. So we see where your priorities lie. Well, I'm going to help sandbag the old folks home, never mind our podcast listeners. Yeah. Luke, I yeah. applaud your community spirit, mate. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I did yeah do it's a, really um, great. What I about our a, community? I did do a shift in the uh, communications, the, uh, the communications team. Right. I, I, I said, oh, yeah, no, I can help out with the communications. And then I got a phone call at like 10.30 at night. And they said, can you come in at 7 in the morning? I was like, ah, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's what you get. It's big yeah, to be yeah. There's a lot of helicopters. I really wanted to ride in a helicopter, but unfortunately I didn't. So. No. Uh. What were you doing in the communications? Is this like being on the phone, setting off phone trees, or is this a, you like doing the sock med? Doing the sock med mostly. Yeah. The, the team Coming was already. Some, some flood memes? No. The, I don't the know. face when your town gets swept away? Yeah, yeah. It's me. Uh, I'm a distracted boyfriend, and it's got <laughs> floodwaters, and they're looking annoyed at me, <laughs> and then blue sky, but I'm checking out the blue sky. <laughs> The yeah, I was doing doing posting on Facebook. Uh, there was a whole anti-vaxxer brigade happened while I was posting on one of my posts. What? I, Why? What was the post about? So the recreation centre here said we can let people in. Uh, one town didn't have any water. One sort of settlement just out of town, and they said we can let people in to shower, but they need to be vaccinated. And it just got brigaded by anti-vaxxers. You know, it was a discrimination. The one guy said, you know. So what do you mean anti-vaxxers are dirty, are they? And I was just, I was reading all this thinking, man, I, I wish I'd been here more than two hours so I could 
reply to this <laughs> <laughs> and feel like I'm, you know, not going to hurt the, the reputation because I would have really enjoyed getting into those comments and getting messy with the anti-vaxxers, but uh, we, just lock, we just locked the comments in the post. Yeah. That was probably for the best. What do you want to shout for anyway, you dirty hippies? I mean, it is Waimang. It's a very, there's a lot of hippies out there. Yeah, so no, that was fun. Well, not that fun, really. You know, no. that was a thing. Uh, so that's been all go in our town. Well, we've got you back now. We've yep. pulled, you, pulled you away from any idea of being community-minded. Yep. And drawn you into the world, back into the world of conspiracy. Great. So we thought for this episode, we, we were thinking uh, after the last one, you know, there's all of these people that we, we've looked at over the years. What's been go- going on with them? Some of them we haven't looked at for a while. And so I wonder how, how COVID has treated them. So we thought we'd take a little trip down memory lane. I think because what's really happened is the, the conspiracy world has changed drastically since we started, right? Mm. And a, lo- a lot of the people that, that we were really focused on, it kind of got left behind, didn't they? Yeah. So I think PK is a good example of that. He's uh, he's the guy that started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for people that don't know, who is PK Ken? Uh, Peter Kirstner. He's uh, like a, a bit part, like actor. Not even a bit part, like a extra, an extra. Yeah. Uh, so you might have seen him in the Nicolas Cage film, Knowing. Uh, yeah. Nicolas Cage running past him. He was in like an episode of Neighbors, an episode of Underbelly. Wasn't he in a Victoria Police ad? Oh, he was in a um. No, he, ad or something. I think. Did he go do that? Yeah, I think he might have been in a Vic Pole recruitment ad as like a, someone in the background. He was also in like an anti-gambling ad, I think in the 90s. Okay. Which was like, he was like the face of it. Uh, you'd, you'd cast but, him. He's got the right look for like, <laughs> are you addicted to gambling? You know, don't end up like this guy. Well, the tagline was like, know when to stop. And it, I always thought that was funny because it's like, this is the, the guy that doesn't know when to stop. So the reason he caught our attention was after the, the Burke Street massacre in in Melbourne. He was one of these false flag guys. He'd been like a false flag guy on YouTube for a few years. Boston bombing didn't happen. The Pulse nightclub shooting didn't happen. All these different things in America. He sort he of got, he got pretty big with the Boston one as well, didn't he? I think yeah, that's very yeah. He latched onto all of these things. You know, these are all false flags. They didn't happen. He had his. You know, there was a lot of stuff about, oh, you know, they, they've set them up so they can take our guns. He had, like, his own sort of ideas. Uh, a lot of numerology came into it. I, I feel like uh, Gematria, we were prepped for, like, the current resurgence of Gematria by these guys. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, what are they talking about? It's like, well, you know, is it Jewish or English Gematria? <laughs> Which one? Uh, but he, yeah, he had a lot of ideas about things being, like, Illuminati uh, signaling. So there'd be some sort of disaster and it was, yeah, you'd use Gematria to maybe see the hidden message. Sometimes it was just the Illuminati or the Freemasons like doing a comedy routine. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he came to our attention because we had this the Burke Street Massacre and we went looking to see if there were any false flag guys talking about it. And we found this guy who was massive in the false flag scene and then something happens in his own backyard and he's like, oh, you know, the cricket's on. So I probably won't have time to get around to this. Yeah, I was going to check out this bullshit on Burt Street, but the big bash was on. Yeah. I think I remember. <laughs> it's like almost exactly what he said. <laughs> Which was sort of funny, but uh, he then corrected. Yeah. And he got um massively involved to the point that I think he was picked up by the cops a few times because he was like calling hospitals, harassing family members of victims. 
Mm. Uh, he was like calling up the hospital and pretending to be family members and recording all of this criminal activity yeah. <laughs> to put on YouTube until, yeah, finally he, he had like his channel shut down a few times. He got taken to the police station a bunch of times and told just knock it off. And then we sort of, we stopped sort of checking him out because I think at one point, didn't he get cancer? <laughs> yeah. And I think the last thing we sort of looked at of him was being like, oh, yeah, obviously it's these, if you just look at the sky, you can see how I've gotten cancer. It's all these chemtrails. They're trying to kill my apricot tree. Yeah. They put the cancer in the apricots, and it's like, all right, this guy, uh, I think we can leave now. But then COVID happened, and this whole world of conspiracy popped up. And every now and then you'd check in on PK, and yeah, he he never really, as like an elder statesman of this community, he never really got his due. He did spend a lot of time biking around his neighbourhood. That became his thing. Mm. Bike around his neighbourhood and film people and say, hey, how about this, this COVID, eh? And they'd go, oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. And he'd say, nah, it doesn't exist. Take that mask off. It doesn't exist. And he'd spend, it'd be like three or four 15-minute videos of the day of him doing that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not exactly riveting stuff. No. So I, th- I feel like, uh, yeah, if you wanted to be a, a big influencer in that space when COVID happened, you had to be willing to, like, cop a few fines by going outside of your 5Ks. Yeah, and yeah, he definitely seemed to stick to his neighbourhood. So I don't think he was willing to actually pay the money to become, you know, a, a figurehead within the movement. Where's the commitment? That's the thing. The, the people that were really going in for it were really trying to get the cops' attention. Really, you know, going around live streaming themselves, trying to be a nuisance when they were already known to the cops, mm. and they were also organising small amounts of civil dis- disobedience with the uh, you know the protests and stuff they were organising. So that. You know, basically, for PK, in order to stay relevant, he would have had to do a bit more work than sitting there doing streaming. But he seems to like so he he does now regular like Patreon roundtables, which <laughs> seem to be not organised in the slightest. No. Uh, so I'm not even sure when he starts these things if he has any idea if anyone is going to be joining him. But he'll get on, like, a Zoom and he'll talk for a while and then, like, one of his Patreons, so he has, like, 40 Patreon supporters. I did see he he showed a little bit of his email inbox and I was like, I saw that, you know, someone has joined for $1, so I don't know if he's making more than $40 mm. a month. But, um, yeah, he, he does these things and, uh, yeah, they just whinge about <laughs> COVID, basically. Right. I noticed that he is still, like, with an extras agency, real people. Right. And he's had a few videos where he's like, oh, they contacted me about being in a, in a vaccine ad. You know, what's this bullshit? <laughs> but it's like, you don't even meet any, meet any of the criteria <laughs> for being in the ad. And also a lot of whinges about, oh, you know, they've sent out the requirements for being in this ad and one of them is you have to be vaccinated. It's like, wow, what's this bullshit? So, like, well, that's the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a video on his channel some, I think it was quite recently about, it was like a crisis actor COVID thing. Did you guys see that? No, what no. was that one? Um, let me see if I can quickly find it. Because um, there's like PK, there's, he's got like five or six channels, right? Like yeah. A whole bunch of them. They're all numbered. Too many channels. And like each, like I clicked on one of them, it was like PK Truth 5 or something. And it looked like that one was just all about vaccination stuff. Um, but there was a video that was like, and I'm not sure if it was him. Let me see if I can quickly find it. There was a video of him talking about crisis actors in the news regarding uh, COVID, 
Let me just quickly find videos. Here we go. Yes, BS19. <laughs> that's what I guess that's what he's calling COVID. BS19. Mm-hmm. Uh, crisis actors exposed. This was five months ago. And I'm not sure if. Let me see if it says in the description if this is him. He doesn't say that he's reposted it from somewhere. You've been doing this for years, mate. Well, oh yeah. So this is him phoning a hospital again five months ago. There's a a video on the news of this person in Concord Hospital, and it's got her name, and he's found an acting website where she's listed as an actor, extra model, et cetera, et cetera. She's in the hospital bed with the oxygen in her nose. It's got her name on the screen. I don't know if it's got her name on the screen. But anyway, he's gone to her profile on this acting website, and then there's a TikTok attached to this. It's like time to, number two, wake up. So maybe he's reposted this from someone else. But anyway, the per- whoever the person is making the video is calls the hospital where this person is and says, oh, yeah, I missed the last name of this person. I'm just trying to find my wife. She's she's a patient there. And he, he talks to the receptionist and goes, oh, yeah, I'm John, last name. Uh, my wife's a patient there. And the, the nurse is obviously like, oh, what's the last name? Oh, yeah, no, I can't find them listed here. I can't find them. As a patient here, it's like, you know, there's a million reasons why that's, that's happened. But he's like, see? And then he puts an ad up for like an ad for pe- wanting people for a pro-vaccine commercial and all this kind of shit. And then they show some other random dude who he's saying is an actor in the in the same news story. Yeah, there, there was a, a moment there where they were doing, I think one or two actors were filmed on TV, you know, talking about having COVID. And yeah, that, that bit character you know, someone that was just an extra in a thing once. Yeah. And I, I know that one of them, and it wasn't BK, someone else started brigading and ringing and harassing these people. It's just like actors can get sick too. Yeah. As you should know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Be, being an extra. But it's like, what does he think is going to happen when he gets COVID? Which is, you know, would probably knock him off. It's going to be, all of his mates are going to be like, well, he was an extra. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've noticed that there was a, a lot of these guys, get into the thing of like finding acting profiles but i've also noted like the sort of the blue and on people they're like look at all these people at q and on protests who have the you know profiles on extras websites uh what like what's going on there is this all just like astroturfed it's like no it's an incredibly popular thing to do to become an extra and like maybe making a little extra cash being in the background or something mm. it's mm. easy money have you not seen rookie gervais's extras mm. <laughs> So I watched. So yeah, his two channels. He seems to update. There's two that he updates mostly. I can't buy PK Truth One and PK Truth Regular. One seems to have some COVID stuff on it. Other seems to be personal stuff because the and personal stuff though hasn't updated for a month. But um, I think we talked about it. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. It might have been in between recording. It was. Um, he was just sitting there. It was his birthday, and he was sitting out there with his partner, getting drunk. Yeah, I, yeah think, I saw all those videos, yeah. I think that they hadn't been allowed to go to a restaurant. Yeah. Because they were not vaccinated. Mm. The videos are called, like, Fuck the Restaurant Part 1 through 5. Yeah. Uh, how, much, how, much of the, how much of them did you watch? <laughs> I, did, I uh, watched very little. <laughs> I skimmed through. It was, it was pretty hard going. The um... I, <laughs> I loaded one up. Zip through it a bit, and then it's just him focusing on her, her chest going, can I see your rack? <laughs> what are you doing? Are oh, you getting another pack of smokes? All right. And she goes inside. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. Um, the bit that I watched, because he's playing his music. There's one where he's like, oh, I'm going to play some music. And she's like, no, we're not, not time for music yet. 
Because I think he keeps on getting his neighbours hate him because he just blasts music really loud. Yeah, he like blasts Roy Orbison. Yeah, but he's got these medleys that he's made. He made where he just it's like um, I sweep a boomer girl talk stuff. <laughs> he's like you know doing a, a mega mix of Frankie Valley songs and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and he was saying, oh, he was chatting, and she's like, you know, don't don't put on the music yet, and you skip through a few videos, and he's got the music playing, and he's nodding his head, and she's like, you know, it's a bit loud, and he's like, no, it's good. And he's like, oh, cop car, cop car, cop car. Oh, no, it wasn't a cop car. <laughs> uh, and he goes on about how the, the people, you know, there's a law firm that tried to stop him from playing his music loud. <laughs> and then she's like, no, it's nothing to do with the music. And he's like, yeah, it is. He's like, he's like no, it's to do with the nature strip. It's like, oh, what, what about the nature strip? And I was just like, how often are you getting letters from lawyers if you're yeah. getting them jumbled in your head? But also I think he thought it was the lawyers making the complaint. So oh, there's probably lawyers, probably Kennedy lawyers. They're trying to stop me. It's, like, it's not them. They're not sitting in their office tower in Melbourne going, hey, care about this guy. He also, he was doing, he was only going to do three of these like five minute rants at the, video, at the camera. But then he came back for a fourth because he broke a glass or a glass broke on the table. Right. But his, the lady that was with him must have knocked the table or something. And he was like, it was quiet, you know, almost sort of like, you know, tell, tell us what happened. And she's like, you know, the, the table's wobbly. And he's like, yeah, but what really happened? You know, this glass is broken. What, what actually happened? You know, trying to get her to admit that she, you know, broke the glass. Right. I mean, who cares for a start? Like, you're outside drinking, you're going to break a glass at some point. It was a false flag. Yeah, uh, but like it had eight hundred views, <laughs> and people, you know, there's four comments. One comment was uh, "taxi," <laughs> classic. Yeah, it's a classic one. But it's just, like, what is this content? What is this for? Like, there's no. It's clearly it's for eight hundred people. Yeah, it's just not like he's not saying anything. He's just listening to the music and just ranting along. Like he's not even going on about Burke Street anymore or anything. He's just. You might have a little bit about COVID in there, but yeah, it's really bizarre. I did see, so I know, I noticed from having a little look around, uh, especially because he like posted his email inbox. Um, he's like refereeing children's cricket and football. Jesus, yeah. But uh, he did have one video up. I was banned from refereeing uh, children's volleyball, and it was just a he. Of course, he recorded it. Uh, he went to there's like some agency that hires the referee's out and he shows up at the, the volleyball game and they're like, oh, did they not ask you about being vaccinated? It's like, no, nah, I'm not interested in any of that shit. And they're like, well, so you've got to be vaccinated to come in here so that they should have sorted that out. And it's like, oh, yeah, they don't know what they're doing. It's like, just get vaccinated. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, um, I did go down a little bit of a rabbit hole with PK right? because – He's, he did post a few videos from, like, the, the protests in Melbourne that he actually went to, right. like uh, sort of the more recent ones when it you know, was a bit more legal to be going out to them. Mm. And uh, his son was there. You know how he, his son was sort of tangentially tangentially involved in things mm. but didn't, didn't want to, like, have his name attached? So he's got his son there and he's, like, he's filming his mate and his son's in the background. He's like, yeah, here's my mate and my neighbour, blah, blah, blah. And there's my son. He doesn't want to be on video. Oh, Lee, what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> I don't think your son Lee Kirshner wants to be named or shown on your video. Well, because he talked about his son early on in the pandemic, uh, the one that I watched, where 
his son, you know, was going into the office and there was some something about, you know, he'd seen the protest or something. No, I can't remember what it was. I'm not going to remember. Sorry, ignore that. So the other thing that it's sort of from that, I, I went to have a little look to see if uh, Lee Kirshner was uh, posting anything. But from that, I found his daughter, uh, who I, I'm not going to name, but I remembered that uh, he had mentioned something about her working for Legal Aid once. And so I found that she had been targeted by a conspiracy theorist in her capacity as a Legal Aid lawyer. So there was this guy called uh, James Johnson, who's like a family court dad. He used to be a lawyer. And he, I think he got like, you know, stripped of lawyerliness because he went a little off the rails. He, he got like divorced, represented himself. And I think from what I could tell from like the, the legal documents, there's some sort of thing where you're not allowed to like put the word fuck in any of your legal submissions or, you know, say things of, you know, this person's fucking crazy. Right. It's considered unprofessional. So he got like, wasn't allowed to practice anymore. But yeah, he's got these letters like addressed to legal aid and like the head of legal aid and PK's daughter, like threatening to take them to court for not representing him. Like he, he wanted legal aid to represent him in some sort of matter. Mm. But he's also got like all of these open letters to, you know, Julia Gillard and all of the different MPs where he'd send them these petitions, but they were just like, collections of his tweets and then like the replies that he got to his tweets he's like look there's a lot of support out there for this stuff just look at the replies i get on my tweets but then the weird thing is i looked at that guy's twitter account he's got forty-seven thousand followers and 54 people that i follow follow him so i don't know what he was posting on twitter but i don't think it was uh, any of his weird family court gear <laughs> but yeah just bizarre but i was like i wonder what she makes of her dad being basically that guy yeah, yeah. I I do remember him mentioning family way back in the day about them visiting and stuff, but I can't imagine you'd you'd have too much patience for him, right? No, I wouldn't think so. Anyway, <sighs> is that is that PK? We should probably look at some of these other people. <clears throat> so I think the thing that got us thinking about uh some of the people we'd looked at was uh Robert Usery, mm, aka yeah. Sidethorn. And uh, his compatriot, Conspiracy Granny. Yeah. Mm. Now, have you guys been able to find anything that's happened with these guys since, like, 2018? Yeah, there was a couple of stories, I think, just about how, like, she... Yeah, so twenty May 2021, the their lawyer, or his lawyer, she's... Like, I think she's out now on parole or something like that. Um, he's not. It's, it's bringing up a pay-to-read thing now. But basically, I read it earlier, their lawyer is trying to make it so that during the case or during the trial, they're not allowed to mention what happened at that church or his views on the whole hoax shooting thing. Yeah. So saying that that'll pollute the jury and they, and the, he's being tried for being a felon with a gun, not for being a fucking nutcase, mm. like conspiracy theorist. So the, his lawyer is trying to argue that they shouldn't be able to mention that in court. But the, I think the prosecution are saying that, the whole context of where he was and what he was doing doesn't make any sense unless you mention the yeah, fact that he's, he's cooked and he was there to fucking talk about, you know, forcing that guy to prove that his daughter died or whatever. Yeah, so they're saying that it's going to taint the jury if they think he's a crazy guy that likes to go yell at people with dead kids and accuse them of lying, mm. uh, which, you know, you can see why his lawyer doesn't want that mentioned because 
instead if you're on a jury and you hear that you're like oh this guy's uh, probably guilty of whatever mm. the and his argument yeah was like well so and the, the judge was like it wouldn't make any sense nothing that anyone says during this court thing will make any sense to anyone watching it because they'll be like why were you there why, why did the cops pick you up yeah um so it's just like you can see why his lawyer made that argument but also that argument's never gonna fly no also i don't know there's yeah, there's a lot of mass shootings in America, but I think that like even a jury might remember. Oh, that's the church where there was the shooting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there so, haven't been any if updates. You, if you don't mention why they were there, you just say, "Oh, he was at the church where there was the shooting with a gun." I think that probably, if you're putting that together in your mind without having the context, you'd probably come up with a worse story. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. You could- so, a little free legal advice for Robert Usery. So, they were both, uh, apparently they had both had prior outbursts in court and spent a lot of time uh, being evaluated and treated for mental competence, because I think they were both trying to get off on the whole, we're not competent to stand trial, uh, but they have both been found competent for trial. Oh. She's been released free on bond, and the judge commended her for appearing more pleasurable and spending her time doing more useful things than going to Sutherland Springs spewing nonsense. <laughs> so that was that was tw- that was last year. That was May last year. Yeah. So there's been no updates. I guess there's no re- like the kind of people that are covering those stories to any paper and now very busy with everything COVID. So mm. This first happened in 2019, right? I think it's uh, yeah, back in 2018. 2018, yeah, yeah. So there's probably not too much to to keep following them. You know what I mean? Like public interest in that is was well down the charts now. Uh, who else did we have a look at? I had a look at uh, Richie from Boston. Oh, yeah. So this guy was – now, is he still on YouTube? Yes, yes. I is can't the, remember I, why. I, I remember his name, and his name came up. That's right. His name came up because I was looking – I came across a blog, uh, freetofindtruth.blogspot.com where they talk about PK, uh, and I copied a paragraph from it, they say, I told you PK was a shill. It was always clear to me because once upon a time, about two years ago, I asked if he had seen any of my geometria work on the Boston Marathon bombing, and if he would be willing to share it, he told me to fuck off and called me a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. But that person also mentioned uh, Richie from Boston. I know we've mentioned him a bunch, but I, I couldn't work out what. In what context? Uh, he was the guy that... So he had a lot of ideas about Wi-Fi. And oh, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. think that it eventually evolved into ideas about 5G. But so he's like a 5G guy who was, a, you know, he's not a, a newcomer to this. He was already on the Wi-Fi train. The idea that uh, they were putting these vibrations out into the, you know, these frequencies into the air that would allow a demonic crossover into our dimension. That's right. And, and then so once, it, they, once they activate the network... Mm. It's going to rip open the thing and all those demons are going to fly through. Yeah. And he also, he managed to, like, everything could get connected into this. So he's like, you know, they're putting the the vaccines in our body. So there's the chips in there that are going to make us receptors to, you know, the demons to be able to come through. So there's a lot of demon gear. Yeah, right. So I just watched one bit of him talking about Ottawa and the, the Canadian truck protests. And he, he's, he, that's right, he was saying, like, there's two reports from these protests. One that the cops were mowing in on horses and trampling people and knocking people over and stuff. 
and he showed the video and, and basically what had happened. You know how in protest there's kind of a almost stop hitting, oh, not stop hitting yourself, sorry, I'm going to do this, and if you get in my way, it's your fault. Yeah. And the cops are like, oh, I'm going to do this, and if you get in our way, it's your fault. Uh, and then, you know, as soon as they come close, the protesters start screaming and going, oh, my God, I'm being abused. Look what, I, look what they're doing to us. And that, it was just that kind of stuff. And I think one lady, a lady got knocked over. And he said, you know, oh, like, and then the other video he, he showed was a protester said they got arrested and then put in the back of a paddy van and paddy wagon and then dumped, like, just on the edge of the city. They just drove off. Uh, and the reason that this is what Bo- Richie from Boston was saying that they do that is because they can't actually arrest them for anything, so they're making it look like they're arresting them, and then just sticking them out in the middle of nowhere and driving off, uh, which is a hilarious thing to do. Let's face it; <laughs> it's really inconveniencing everyone. Um, but they—he's saying it doesn't matter if what they're doing, trampling people or ditching them on the outskirts of town, is illegal. Because what they're doing as you know, society and all this thing, all of this is illegal anyway. It would be illegal to poison everyone with COVID-19. It would be illegal to, to do these things, and they're still doing it. So mm. they don't care about laws so much, which is... It's deep, man. It is deep. And it's also kind of interesting if he thinks, like, if they didn't care about laws so much, you know, these minor little things they'd be doing. They'd just mow people down with guns. Like, yeah. they could kill the protesters if they really didn't care. Yeah. Just doing a minor inconvenience is, you know... It's not showing total disregard for the the law of man. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was about – he had another video. I went through all his videos. He posts a lot. He's posted like two or three videos a day. Um, This one is titled, Is Jesus Actually Satan? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And this video, he was talking about how the body of Christ and how they they eat that and they drink the blood of Christ, and that's actually pretty satanic, Mm -hmm. which, let's face it, yeah, yeah. When you really think about the fact that in church they fucking neck in what is the, the blood of Christ, it's a bit gross. It's it's what you would associate with someone that's doing satanic things. Actually, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that, that's a pretty extreme satanic thing. If you're drinking blood of, you know, oh, I drink the blood of Satan. But, man, I've leveled up pretty hard really quickly. You drink the, the, you know, the first thing you do in Christianity, yeah, drink the blood of Christ. Now that you're 12, take a little shot. Anyway, while he was recording this, he was driving along in a truck, and it was snowing. And so he's like, oh, I'm in incredibly bad weather, so I have to watch where I'm going. And he pans the camera around and shows, like, a snow-covered highway that he's driving on. <laughs> like, maybe do this when you pull over the rest stop later on. Do it right now. Anyway, that's what Richie from Boston's up to. Could I just do a little shooey? Yeah. Speaking about drinking the yeah. blood of Christ, mm. my attention was recently brought to a Give, Send, Go campaign. Uh, if you do, if you know Give, Send, Go, it's like the, the Christian GoFundMe. Mm. Uh, this campaign is called Clone and Administer en masse the Blood of Jesus. Here's the plan. Oh. One, retrieve the living blood of Jesus. Two, establish clonable cell line culture. Three, mass produce the blood in bioreactors. Four, distribute and administer the blood. So this guy reckons uh, a guy called Ron Wyatt found the Ark of the Covenant with the blood of Jesus on it. Right. Okay. And then the guy running the, the Give, Send, Go says, I did reconnaissance in 2012 and went to Israel down into the cave system that the Ark and the blood are in. I want to go back to Israel and r- retrieve the blood to clone it and mass produce enough for every man, woman, and child on earth who want to drink it and also use it to create lab-grown meat. <laughs> so your donations will fund parts of the four-step process. 
I imagine once the cell line and cloning is underway, it will end up costing millions to produce enough to service the millions slash billions of people that will need it. But the $250,000 I'm asking for is enough to go get the blood and build the bioreactors necessary to start the mass production. And he also notes that, yeah, obviously the blood of Christ could be used for all sorts of different medical therapies in the future. Yep. So, yeah, good ROI potential. Unfortunately, raised zero out of $250,000. Oh, damn. You really couldn't raise any more than zero. Yeah. I feel like you could, like... There's got to be some cooker out there that's like, hell yeah, I'm in. Here's five yeah. bucks. The other great thing about this guy is he also had a... Uh, before he became a cooked Christian, he had a career as a uh, skip-hop artist called oh, Big, yeah. Big Tim. Big Tim. If you want to check out Big Tim on Spotify, uh, his album is, was called Money, Sex, Power. Uh, you can listen to songs like Fuck Doll, do me like that and touch your toes. All right. Uh, okay. And I'll just note, if you are looking for this, Big Tim's like music is mixed in with like another artist named Big Tim. Right. Okay. Where the algorithm's been like, there can only be one Big Tim. Surely. But What's yeah. the other Big Tim like? Uh, to be honest, I haven't checked him out, but it can't be as, it can't be as good as Money, Sex, Power. No, touch right. your toes. Anyway, a little shooey there. Uh Another one that we used to look at was Jeff from We Are Change Melbourne. Oh, God, I watched a couple of his vids this morning. He was a guy, he definitely had a uh, bit of a funny reaction to COVID because I noticed that uh, he was still, like, he would get involved and he would try to do all of the same stuff he'd been doing. Like, he's one of these pseudo-journalists that was like, but he'd been going for you know, years longer than anyone else in this movement. Yeah. But you could tell that he was annoyed that he was not given any credit for that. <laughs> so we will give you credit here for being an absolute dipshit for years prior to these other dipshits coming in. But unfortunately, that's not credit he was getting from the other dipshits. Yeah. What, did you, what did you watch of him? Uh, he's been at the Canberra protests. Mm. He's been down there talking about talking to talking to some people. I, I kind of skimmed through the videos. He starts. Oh, here's one thing. He's been doing this for years. You would think by now he would understand how his microphone works. And when he's watching back his edits, realizing that by talking with his mouth right at the microphone, it doesn't really do any favors to his videos. And maybe just pull it back a little bit from his fucking mouth. Because he's standing there in Canberra just going (laughs) into his microphone. It's like, fuck, dude. Honestly, do you even listen to your videos when you edit them? And I, I actually think maybe he doesn't because there's a lot of times where someone's halfway through a sentence and he just cuts to the next bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking hell. Anyway, he's been at the Canberra protest, walking around, speaks to some bloke who's just like the, you know, the Aussie ocker tradie who reckons he doesn't need the vaccine because he's just on the shovel for hours a day. What do I need the vaccine for? I'm not stupid. I'm a tradie, mate. I'm on the shovels. Jeff, I've, I've been watching your show. It's been keeping, it's been getting me through it all, mate. Like he, he's just like a you know Aussie battler. Then he's walking along talking to some old bloke, and the old bloke's like, "Yeah, what do you think about this crowd? It must be about a million, right?" And Jeff's like, "Yep, I reckon. I reckon we're about a million. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> and then, but then he he does a really long interview with this bloke who I can't remember his name, but he's very very articulate. He's very well spoken. He's like some muso guy. They're sitting around by like uh, the campers where everyone's camping out, and I didn't really pay much attention because Jeff's just—he's—he doesn't—he's not a good interviewer because he just—I feel like he panics about what he's going to say every time he has to respond to something. 
So, like, this guy's, like, saying, yeah, well, you know, this is what the government does. And he's really, like, well-spoken. And they're talking about how around Parliament House they were obviously jamming everyone's communications and taking down cell towers so no one could stream. Same way. Yep, that's the same thing they did in Melbourne. That's the same thing they did in Melbourne. And so he's going on and he's just, he's just, every time he opens his mouth, he's talking about the fucking tyranny of the government and, and all this kind of shit. And I, was, I just got really tired of it. But this bloke was, you know, he's just been there interviewing people, basically. He got arrested a few times in Melbourne, I think. There's a few videos where he starts and he goes, my hip and shoulder are still really sore because of what happened the other day. So you click back a few videos and it's like, yep, I was arrested just then thrown to the ground, but I'm going to keep doing it. This isn't going to stop my resolve. I'm going to be here every day. So he's just doing his old same shit. His his finest moment was when he um, went to Dr. Chris, what's his name? Chris Brown, Mm. the Bondi vet. And uh, he was just doing like a a signing, a media signing for some kids or something. And Jeff and We Are Change went up like a proper interview. Uh, tell me your position on medical marijuana. <laughs> like, oh, what? <laughs> he tried to do the same with uh, who's the other vet? Harry. Yeah, yeah. Just what are you talking so- about, Doctor Harry? About I think vaccines for dogs or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Doctor Harry was like, "Yeah, it's a good idea to get your dogs vaccinated." And he kind of yeah. diff- really diffused him, right? He kind of threw him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's yeah. he's. He's just been banging around protests. There was one where he was in St. When there was a protest at St. Kilda sometime recently. And he's like, I'm here in St. Kilda. I managed to, I, I got here. I had to run the gauntlet. I managed to evade, oh, what does he say? Evade capture. I think he's, he says something like that. There's someone behind me being arrested. And yeah, he's, he's just he's doing his, his same old thing. I, that thing about in Canberra, like them jamming the the communications. Yeah, mm. it's the same thing. It's like, have you ever not been? Have you ever been out on New Year's Eve? <laughs> yeah, when they when they jam the communications, or everyone's just on the phone at the same time. Yeah, it's like there's heaps of people there. It's probably just fucking jamming up our bullshit telecommunication infrastructure, which is why we need the five G. Yeah, but um, yeah, there, there was a lot of stuff in Canberra where there was really simple stuff that I really threw. Like they all got sunburnt. And they're like, oh, they must have been blasting us with, uh, you know, audio <laughs> weapons. And it's like, no, you got sunburned because you've been inside on Facebook cooking your brain for two years, and then you've gone outside for the first time up on yeah. a high elevation. And they're, <clears throat> and they're like, oh, I got a really sore throat after hanging out with a bunch of diseased cookers for two weeks. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because you've got COVID nineteen. And even like their their diet and what their you know how they're living day to day in those in those protest camps. You know, they're not looking after themselves. No. They're, they're sanit- it's not a sanitary place. No. Did you see... Especially a million of them. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. Oh, I t- tell you, when they, like, moved out of that first campsite, that epic campsite, and they were going all over the place, it's like, it wasn't a million people, but there was a fair few people. It's like, this is going to be a humanitarian disaster if they end up on some farm with, like, no facilities. <laughs> Or I think at some point there was going to be like a campsite where the facilities was going to be like the nearby servo. Right. It's like, that's not viable. <laughs> you need to send these people back to their homes. You can't have them all living together. I'm going to tripping out on acid. Did you see the guy, one of the organizers did a live from the campsite and he, I don't know if he realized he was on live, but the start of his Instagram live was just him talking to his dealer. <laughs> be like, right. oh yeah, that acid we took last night was amazing. 
<laughs> it's like, I don't know if this is so great. This seems like an unhealthy situation. Mm. Anyway, speaking of unhealthy situations, who else have we got? Uh, did you guys find How I See the World? Oh, yeah, I remember that guy. No, what was his deal? I could. Uh, I th- was he the guy with the eye patch? Oh, yeah. Yep, I, yep. Couldn't f- I couldn't find anything on him recently. So he may have been a victim of the YouTube purges. I I thought sort of think it's funny how YouTube made such a big deal about how they were getting rid of all this stuff. And it's like PK went from having one channel to having like 10 channels. Yeah. And who else was there? RV. What does that stand for? Russian vids. Russian vids, Russian vids yeah. Did you check in on Russian vids uh, either of you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's just been going hard, non-stop, same stuff, same stuff he always did. It's like Flat Earth. So his last few videos, from once from a day ago, it's like Bob Saget and Elvis Presley, and it's like some interview that Bob Saget did recently where he said he's going to be found dead in his bed. Yep. And, and then happened? a bit of an Elvis song. I don't know, I don't know how they connect, but he, he, he plays Elvis talking on stage saying something about all the world's a stage and we're just, you know, the players or whatever. And then he plays a little clip of a Rush song where they say the same thing. Yeah. And then he just, then that's it. I, I, I have no idea how they connect to Bob Saget at all, but there's that. Uh, Canadian trucker strike, predictive programming, Freemason God exposed as the North Star Polaris. The sun never sets on the flat earth. P900 digital camera zoom. Uh, the dark side of meatloaf. Uh, David Bowie is actually still alive. He's some other bloke now. Flat earth, flat earth. Paul McCartney, flat earth lyrics. Uh, he did a big video on the, the mud flood reset theory a month ago. Oh, yeah. Um, which we did recently, right? Yeah. Sure that bacteria mud flood? Yeah. Uh, Ron Howard says the moon landing was fake. It, 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 nonstop. It's like he has never stopped. Everyone else seems to have been somehow throttled by YouTube or like had all their vids taken down. It's because he just kind of speaks consistent nonsense, nonsense right? Yeah, it's, I, and I got—I was just watching them just getting angry, like, like I used to when I'd watch his videos. I was like, "This is fucked," because it's so hard to know what he's ever saying. Because he's always just going, "Look at this; it's all just fake." Yeah. Look at the symbolism, just over and over again, and you're like, "I don't. What are you? What? <laughs> like, you know?" And so, I just don't think there's probably enough in there to the algorithm to go, "Oh, this is guy's clearly talking about COVID," because he's—I don't know what he's talking about half the time. I noticed on um, some of PK's videos, instead of saying vaccine, they'd say Vaseline. Right. But then right. when they had to say vaccinated, instead of saying, like, Vaselined, they'd say Vaselinated. Right. That, that was their way to get around it. But then half the time they'd be like, oh, you know, they want to give us the vaccine. I mean, the Vaseline. And it's like, you've got to be consistent. But also, if you think that there's some, like, uh, they're actually using any sort of machine learning algorithm to track you and you know shut you down because you talk about this stuff it clearly isn't working because (laughs) you keep on saying the word that you're not supposed to say and nothing happens to you Mm. i also don't think they could uh, the algorithm would be set to pick up the word vaccines given how many non-cooked things would mention vaccines yeah yeah i mean there's supposed to be there is like some automated moderation that happens but it's clearly not being used to <laughs> shut down misinformation. Um, no, no. No. Um, the other person I, I pulled up was, I think this is the guy, I'm not sure, someone we've looked at before, though, uh, called Targeted Individual. And yeah. they're a, a targeted person. I think they might be the one that was getting their dinger blasted by the satellite. Right. 
Remember that's sitting on their couch? And like, oh, that's, they really get me from the satellite. And, um, Is he also the guy that the, people walking by whistling at? Yeah, maybe. Look, it's so hard to, to track down anything because he's got, uh, like, multiple videos a day for the last five years, uh, just constant posting. Uh, and you, so, like, I was trying to look for any videos that maybe rang a bell, but no, they're all just it was too chaotic. There's too much of it. Um, but I did notice one video that he said they're, they're blasting his um, – they're targeting or broadcasting from his mouth at the moment. Uh, and he knows this because when he closes his jaw and his teeth touch, he gets all this pain in his face and his jaw and through his body. Um, and it's because they're, yeah, they're, they're using that. Yeah, you're broadcasting through his mouth. Not the fact that he probably needs to go see a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you imagine that you, you're closing your teeth and you're like, oh, I'm getting all this pain. And you're like, hmm, it's probably because, you know, the powers that be are blasting me a thing through my mouth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about all I got out of that guy because it's just too much content. Mm. I think he might have been the one that got mad at people for parking near him. Right. People were parking in his car spot or something and he reckoned they were, that was Seb trying to annoy him and freak him out. It is annoying when someone parks in your spot. Mm. Totally. I think even people parking near him, he was like, you've got to move. You know, so this is what they're trying to do to, to you know, basically gaslight me. Um, just yeah. to, just back to Russian Ridge for a second, he has 163 patrons on Patreon. Really? Yeah. There you go. I have to apparently have to log in to see what his tiers are, though. Mm. That's all the people that I had. Do you guys have anything else? No one else that I think I looked at. Someone I was thinking of just before uh, when we started recording was who was that guy who went into? Uh, he was like a Melbourne dude who made that TV show that you used to watch. Oh, and he yeah. like um, Galegius. Yeah, Is yeah. He up or anything? Oh, you know oh, what? I think he has been up to. I always see him on Facebook. Galegius Galuccio. Yeah, he ended up getting pretty hardcore into the anti-vax world, right? Did he? Because he used to go around with a cutout of the, like, the police commissioner or something, right? And be like, this bloke. Yeah, corrupt um, corrupt cops, corrupt yeah. police force. The most, the most chaotic videos you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> um, he did post a video a month ago that was live 200 years and over by stimulating your brain cell. But I think it's a comedy video. Right. Like he's doing it. Oh, I don't know. It's so hard to know. Um, <laughs> to... I don't yeah, know. He's he got. A, he has a lot of posts on Facebook about living to two hundred years. Right. <laughs> Oops. Birthday wishes. Another two hundred years to go. <laughs> Happy New Year. Live two hundred years. Grow hair. Be wrinkle free with this trick. Each night it really works. Oops. Oops. Yeah, I'm watching this video. It's hard to know. I, I, maybe everyone, if you listen to this, go uh, look up Galegius. It's on YouTube as well. Uh, G A L L I. J-E-S-S, and tell us if you think he's genuine or fake. If he's doing this as a bit or he genuinely thinks you can live up to 200 years, because it could go either way. Uh, November 2021, I was knocked back from Kmart. Wow, because the security, the security guard asked for ID, so I went to the local store and bought items there even cheaper than Kmart. Yeah, well, good. Oops. Yeah, that is good. Kmart, you know, probably not the best store. I think... <laughs> he may be trying to do some sort of new martial arts TV show. I don't know. <laughs> I don't well, know. Actually, maybe this will tie into our next suggested topic. What's that? So maybe, 
Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, all right. So let's come back, reconvene about Galegius and find out if he's doing a genuine martial arts thing or a joke martial arts thing. Yeah, it's Channel 31 still, I think. Yeah. It's digital now, isn't it, right? I think so. You probably need a working with children check to do a show on it, though, I reckon. Yeah, I don't think think we'll be seeing him back on Channel 31. Um, For for anyone that really wants to dive deep into Galegius, look up, um, I think it's Stone Age Cyborg Warrior. Uh, we've talked about it in the past. It's the most confusing thing you've ever seen in your life. Uh, what you think you might find is a highlights package, but no, it's the actual what aired on TV. The <laughs> um, Cyborg Stone Age Warrior, uh, you'll get it, and it is very hard to watch. Well, folks, that is all we've got. Uh, where can people find us, Robbo? Hard to say sometimes. We're on Twitter, at Hypothepod. <laughs> We're on Facebook, Hypothetical Institute. We are on Patreon. Thanks to Tammy, our Cook $33 sponsor. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Robbo, where can they get you, mate? Uh, at Ale of the Time on Twitter for just general junk that I post. And then uh, Short Jaw for my brewery here to stay in the loop of brewery things. Uh, and- salty? Salty? Uh, the Salt on Twitch. I do drawings and stuff on there, play a bit of games. That's good enough. And you can get me at Sexenheimer on Twitter or Yena Passaran, my radio show on 3CR, Thursday afternoons, 4.30pm. Check it out. Good stuff. All right. Thank you. See yous. Hey. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry about a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Don't worry Not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which, let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing, except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?